Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart just for the audience to get to know you. Why don't you tell us a line about what you do in the world and what you hope to get from the reading? Awesome. I am a chiropractor for 20 years now. I also coach women in the health and wellness industry. Uh, what I hope to get from the world is re or from the reading is really, um, I, I, I feel like I have so many options, but I'd like to just really hone in on the one key piece that I should be doing now. And that really where my life's purpose is going, whether it's, um, I'm starting a podcast for women and wellness leaders. I'm also writing a book and then launching a, a new coaching company. So oh, juicy. All right. Well, here we go. Let's see um, what comes up. So the first thing that I love to start with is the sun sign, because the sun sign is the way we see ourselves. And based on the information, and just to make sure um, I see your sun is in Pisces, but like, right. It's like literally right on the line. Like if you were born, like maybe even minutes later, you might be an Aries and not a Pisces. And this is a really interesting thing because you are a Pisces. So you, even though you're really close to Aries, Pisces is the last of the Zodiac. The, the Zodiac calendar starts with Aries, ends with Pisces. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. And so when we look at this trajectory, when we look at the calendar, um, Aries is kind of, for some people, the infancy stage of life. So they have a lot of like childlike natures. And by the time you get through to Pisces, you're not even like in the lifeline of the physical realm. It's more about like real connection to spirit, real connection to source. And so there's a sense of Pisceans or Pisces people being very idealistic, being very big dreamers, being very spiritually connected. They say that a lot of the world's psychics and intuitives are born under Pisces. And the other interesting thing is you have this in the third house. The third house is the house, it's, it represents Gemini energy and it represents the house of communication. So I know that you and I met through Spirit Junkie. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you see yourself even though you're doing this very physical third dimensional world as very intuitive, very connected and being able to really communicate that more spiritual stuff to in the world. Yes. I've stepped out of the, out of adjusting. So the last couple of years I haven't been seeing patients myself um, except for recently I was covering for my husband when he had a surgery, but really I want to be on the next level of, um, of not working in the practice anymore. So, mm. yeah. But, but you really see yourself in this like intuitive, idealistic, you see yourself as intuitive and idealistic. You really see like the beauty that there's in life. Like, um, you know, Pisceans are the artists, they're the dreamers. They're like, they see all the, like all the possibilities in the world. So you, you see yourself with those rose colored glasses per se. Yep. Um, yep. Now it's interesting because that's the way you see yourself the sun also represents the magic sauce. So this is like what you sprinkle into anything you do, especially your soul's work, that is kind of the gift that you use to contribute to the soul's work to make it happen. Um, so that's you and, and your, your magic. Now, the rising sign is how people see you. So you see yourself as Pisces, intuitive, you know, dreamer, but people see you <clears throat> as your rising, which is Sagittarius. So I don't know if you know, but so Sagittarius is the master teacher. 
And yeah, so um, Sagittarius has two main domains that I always think about. First is travel, culture, international, foreign languages, things that are like, you know, wanderlust, gypsy life. But it also represents wisdom, philosophy, higher education, learning, like really like not just learning information, but like being a master of the information. So the opposite, um, what we call the opposition, the sign opposite to Sagittarius is Gemini. Gemini is the intellect, but she intellectualizes on that she collects information. So she'll have all the articles, she'll have all the books, but she's still an, a consumer of the information. By the time you get to Sagittarius, she has created philosophy. She has gotten the degrees and she is teaching. She's sharing her own wisdom. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So she is the teacher. She is the, oh, the one who's aware and wise and philosophizing. Now here is, so that's how people see you. They see you as the teacher. They see you as the, the like super aware, super high conscious. You, they probably see you as like the, the most experienced person in what you do. Um, there's a, there's like a sense of teacher. Like you re, people regard you as someone who's teaching them. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Now here is the even better part of the rising sign. The rising sign is your soul's mission. It is the problem you're here to solve. So when I see a rising in Sagittarius, there's a lot of ways we can go, right? Because one of the ways that we could see it is you're here to show people the beauty of the world, like through culture and through language and through experience and through travel. So who knows if when the world reopens, maybe your podcast goes international and you're traveling around the world. But the other thing that comes up for me is like, you're really here first of all, to teach the teachers. You're here to solve the problems of teachers expanding their awareness. You're here to help people expand into their awareness. You're here to help people develop their own philosophies. You're here to people to really expand their consciousness. Um, That's what comes up for me when I see the problem your soul is here to solve with this rising. What comes up for you when I say that? I've been doing a lot of soul searching for what, um, yeah, what my sole purpose is. And, and I, that's why I'm like, am I teaching leaders, women in wellness leaders? Am I teaching, um, am I just teaching health and health and wellness as like someone in the, in that industry? So more like, um, business to consumer instead of business to business. Um, can you see, can you, can you go over that one more time for me? So, so here, I, this is what I love. I'm going to, I'm going to, you are here to expand awareness. You're here to raise consciousness. You're here to teach the teachers. You're here. You're not here to teach someone who has no idea what's happening. Okay. You're here to okay. take someone who has a base of information and help yeah. them because become the next level of teacher, awesome. right? You're not okay. here to teach the newbie. The newbie okay. is not for you. Okay. In fact, the reason why I say this is because our kismet client, the client that we're here to light, who lights us up, is also Mm -hmm. in the chart. And your entire 12th house is in Sagittarius, the entire 12th house. That's where your kismet client is, and it's only Sagittarius. Like, So some people, I just did a reading for someone whose 12th house was in three signs. But your 12th house is literally like, no, 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 you're only working with the teachers. You're only working with the master teachers. And you're here to take those master teachers to the next level. Awesome. That sounds so cool. Yeah. You're not here okay. to teach the newbie. You're not here for the newbie. And, okay, and the, so 
There's someone yeah. else. There's someone else who's here to teach them the base information. You're here to teach the doctors, the people with a master's degree, the people who have all, done all the spirit junkie master classes, like yeah. whatever, whatever yeah. certificate learning or experience they have. You're not, you're not doing yeah. the 101. By the time you get to Sagittarius and teaching a Sagittarius, yeah. you're teaching the master's class, the advanced, the master's class, all that. Okay. Well, okay, good. Great. Yeah. Hopefully that's helpful. Now yeah, I, I would now I also want to say that um, in the chart, there's also like an um, like kind of a, a hint to the product you're here to deliver, and oh, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's interesting because I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh, you're here. Like the 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 way you express what you wanted to do was very tangible, and what I'm seeing for you in this house where the product is is very intangible. So let's see where we go with this. So you let's have your it. second house, which is where your product is in, and it's big. Like the product you're here to deliver, first of all, is wide. Like, I don't know if you saw, but your sliver for your 12th house is small, but your second house of product is wide. It is a lot of Aquarius and a lot of Pisces, but not all of it, <clears throat> okay? So first of all, let's talk about Aquarius. Aquarius, if she had a TV high school drama character, she'd be the punk rock girl with pink hair and a nose ring. She's fighting for a cause. She's a revolutionary. So the idea of Aquarius is it's humanitarian. She has a cause that she's fighting for. Like she's not just doing something to make the money. Like yeah. what she does is because it's backed by something that she would give her life for. She would fight the fight for. She's like here to start. She's here to shake things up. Cool. Okay. Work that the product you're delivering is shaking things up. And then with Pisces, which to me would be spirituality. Um, <laughs> I really feel like you are going to bring in a, your product even. So yeah, you may be teaching master teachers who are doing the third dimensional work, but you are giving them a unique way of accessing spirituality. Okay, cool. Like, it's almost like you get to teach them. You get to be like, you guys are such ascended masters, such master teachers, but you, none of you have soul. Let me bring in soul and I'm going to show it to you in a different way because you probably don't like what you're seeing on social media and how, you know, you don't have to be love and light or dark witches. Like there's a way to bring spirituality in a different, unique way that still serves you as a master teacher. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. Does that, um, does that align with what you, where you see yourself going? Yeah. yeah it, oh, totally. Well, my 14 year old daughter, you know, she's very cool. Um, and she thinks that I'm a hippie and I'm like, I have no, I do not seem like a hippie or look like a hippie, but I don't get what you're thinking. But she thinks she <clears throat> means it because most of her parents or her friends' parents are not like me on this same sort of, I guess, spiritual path. I think that's what she's saying there. Oh my gosh. And I then, love it. Chills. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, great. And then also too, like, I've just been trying this last couple of years, really find my way of like, what is it that I want to bring to the world? And, um, and I don't feel like it's like me teaching, you know, um, how to eat right, how to exercise, how to, cause I, I, I it just, to me, it's not like the next level of where I want to, to, to go with my message. Oh. Um, yeah. And I've, and I've just recently spoken to someone. I was just, um, he's in a, um, a masterclass with me and, um, and I did a call, a call with him and he's like, this is not where I thought the call was going to go, but I do want to help you because I can see that, that you have like all these 
pieces that can really help women um, make sure that they're putting themselves first, but with a heart-centered spiritual practice. These women that are working, the people that don't feel like they, I mean, oh, they're, yeah, okay, great. They're high achievers, but they're headed and they don't know because it happened to me, but you're headed for burnout if you can't sustain it be by putting yourself first. So that's the kind of message I wanted to, to send is that mm-hmm. you need to like be focused on, and it's, I don't want it to sound like narcissistic, but you need to focus on yourself first and healing yourself and, and setting boundaries so that you can then go out and serve the world. And so that's what, that's the message that I, I would like to promote and speak into with the, but as I said, like, I'm, I love this, that we're doing this together. Cause I really am feeling like I, w- I wanted to have a better, clear intention of what my message and what my gift is oh my to the world. Like, like this is all aligning. You just said something about you want uh, women to heal themselves to do the work. And it's interesting um, because you actually have Chiron in Aries in the third house. So Chiron is the wounded healer. It's what, where we feel wounded, but where we really are gifted at helping others with. And you have your wound in Aries in the third house. So Aries is, when I think of Aries, I think of self because it is, it is the first, it is the leader. Their motto is I am. It is all about like understanding who you are, understanding how you, how you fit in the world. Like, who am I? That is like the main reflection for Aries. And there's a sense of like, you always feel like you're wounded by not knowing who you are, but your job is you're really good at helping other women, how to find out who they are. And it's in the third house, which is the house of communication. So it's almost like you've never known how to express who am I, but you love and you're gifted because that's your wound. That's the gift you bring into the work that you do because you've, you've struggled with that. Your, your gift is to do that for others. Oh, awesome. Okay. That makes totally makes sense. So when you said that, I'm like, it's your Chiron. It's like, this is why this is happening. I always joke that psychology is the, uh, astrology is the psychology of the universe. Like when we get to understand this, we can be more compassionate with ourselves. It's like, not, it's not like I didn't know who I was. It's like, that's what I came into to help others serve others with. Right. Um, you also have Mercury in Aries in the third house and Mercury represents our, so it represents on the fifth dimension, our higher consciousness. And in the third dimension, our intellect. So like from a mindset perspective, you probably like shoot out ideas like you, 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 like you're very quick witted, quick minded. Um, and, and what happens is in order for us to master our higher consciousness, we need to heal the wounds of the shadow of the sign it's in. And Aries is so powerful. It's such a leader, but it also is like, it goes too fast and it, it does, it doesn't finish what it starts. Mm. And so I don't know if sometimes that's what's happened to you. Like you start something, you don't finish. You start something, you don't finish. Oh, all the time. It's not just sometimes it's all the time. And I get very, um, down on myself. And, you know, I was like, do I need to do the judgment detox again, actually just this morning? Because yeah, I just start spinning in this downward spiral. Like, okay, I started this and I'm not there yet. Or I thought I was launching a podcast. It's not ready yet. It should have been done in March. Like, so yes, I, I do have all these ideas at my clinic. I have people to implement for the most part, but with this new business, it's been just all me. And so I do struggle with like, oh, I've got all this great stuff, but 
I start something and then if I don't finish it, I'm really hard on myself. Which is interesting because that's the exact, um, that's what happens when we're not mastering Mercury. When we're mastering, when we're not mastering Mercury, we are creating separation between us and our higher consciousness, right? So what did you say? I judge myself. That's separation, like Course in Miracles. Like it's, if it's not love, it's fear and it's creating separation between you, your mission and everything and the connection to source. So it's like, don't judge yourself. Like, don't like, like, instead of, instead of being upset that you didn't finish something, why don't you figure out how to really harness the fire? Cause Aries is a fire sign, harness the fire of that, um, Aries innovation. Like, so, you know what, I'm, I'm here to innovate. And so be okay with not finishing something, but really see where can you innovate, like use that Aries fire and, and ideation to innovate and use that innovation to move your cause to the next level because you are here to really stand out. And the reason I say this is because in our chart, we also have what we call the North node and the South node. The North node is what we literally contracted into this third dimension to be like, I don't know how to do this. I don't want to, but this is what I get to do in order for me to accomplish my mission with the soul's work. The South node is then the gift that really supports you in making it work. So let's talk about the gift because that's juicier, right? So North node is the challenges Aquarius. The South node is Leo. So Leo is, think about Leo the lion. It is the leader of the pack. You are really comfortable at being a leader. You are not afraid. You're probably not afraid of taking stage if you had to, taking a microphone, like being in front of others, very heart centered, right? Because Leo is ruled by the heart. You're very courageous. You go for things. You give, you take chances. You take risks. You're, you're good at hunting and not needing to be hunted. Mm -hmm. Yep. Also very creative. The cha- and so that's that's your gift. In fact, when we think about that, think about how that heart-centered, um, creative leadership combined with teaching the teachers is where you get to shine. You get to be the performing, creative, courageous teacher of these leaders. Because think about not all leaders are courageous. They're they're really smart. Some te- some people are just stuck in their wits and in their philosophies, but they don't always have the courage to be like, oh, and now I'm going to teach this. Now I'm going to go out in the world and help others gain this information, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where you get to shine. When you bring that Leo passion into the Sagittarius knowledge, it's like, you, I mean, you, you could be the celebrity star teacher, like, you know, but the challenge is mm-hmm. stepping into more Aquarius energy. Okay. Well, Aquarius is that punk rock girl who stands out, who doesn't fit in. Like she is not always, she doesn't always fit in. And, mm-hmm. and so the challenge is being okay with like people not liking you with people maybe calling you out with people thinking you're weird and different like the, she's she's a little freaky she's a little different because the more you stick to the cause because the way the reason Aquarius stands out is because she's like I don't care what you think my vision is so big I know I'm going to change the world so you can call me crazy but if I don't do this I might I might have missed my chance to shift the 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 course of the universe Wow. Okay. Um, I actually met someone like I did a reading for someone with a strong Aquarius placement and she just like, she had a family member who had something happen and, and she was like, I think I just want to put into law, 
um, some something to protect people under this. And everyone uh-huh. said she was great. Everyone thought she was crazy. And not only uh-huh. did she get it into law, but like legislators from other state ended up calling her because she did this through grad school. And she's like, here I was, this little person that thought I just had this little idea. But she's mm-hmm. like, I didn't care what people thought. I did it and I changed law for not my state, but other states. And so think of that, like you, this is why I said you were here to stand out because that Aquarius placement is you are not just like fighting a revolution to change, like you, your idea, your ability to stand in this power could literally change the world if you are bold enough to stand Mm -hmm. power of that, that challenge. Wow, okay, okay. I, I, cause I feel like if I don't do something, if I don't do my calling, which I, like I said, I haven't quite nailed, um, I'm just going to regret it. And even though my practice does well and I feel very leveraged there and it provides a great source of income and, you know, family life, but it's just not fulfilling me. I feel like I've moved on. Yeah. So Uh uh-huh here's the question what is a cause that your soul will not feel comfortable if it doesn't take a stand for yeah well right now i really like i said i really want to have women be able to put themselves first so that they can feel nourished in what they're doing in their life and they can feel um, accomplished or they can make more money or what whatever they want to do instead of like feeling like they're kind of locked into that traditional mold of there you go you're you're here to be like let's break tradition yeah i'm here to break the tradition of women not being conscious philosophize wise prepared educated enough to be the person they're here to be and to tap into their spiritual gift while doing it because that's also think about you're, you're basically saying I want I want women to to break tradition tradition right now is patriarchy patriarchy mm-hmm. is very masculine structured third dimensional energy feminine energy flows is intuitive taps into source right so yeah. you're giving women the the that second that second house of Aquarius and Pisces you're giving them the product of tapping into their intuition in a radical way because it's radical mm-hmm. to break the traditions so that they can teach others. Yeah. And their, their kids for sure. And, yeah. and, and here's the Next thing, be radical. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, I would, I would um, kind of encourage you to really dig deep into okay. the, into the, like the root of what you want them to break because like, I don't think they're just breaking tradition. There's something radical at the root. Aquarius is a, is a shake system shaker. So I, okay. I like after this call, I, I encourage you to think about what is, what is at the root of what is really bothering me about the tradition and, okay. and unapologetic about talking about it, because there's going to be something you're going to figure out and people are not going to be comfortable with it. And that's, that's, what's going to be uncomfortable for you to talk about the things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Probably okay. have a because ve- your because your woman is very traditional and she's very mm-hmm. smart and she's very proper and she's very philosophical, but she does not have the cojones to be that right. Aquarius spirit and say, yeah. I don't care. 
this isn't right. And I get to change the teaching. Yeah. You expand her consciousness. And in fact, your 10th house, which is your house of personal brand, your house of career, you don't have any planets in there, but everyone has signs in every house. You have Scorpio in the 10th house. Scorpio is the shaman of the Zodiac. She (laughs) is here to teach the taboo, the mystical arts, the, the, like she represents, if she had a tarot card, she would be the death card or the tower card. She's about tearing the system down to rebuild it in a better way. And, and it's, and it's not, people don't like it until it's rebuilt and they're like, oh, they really did need to fall, didn't it? Okay. So there's a sense that your personal brand is about tearing shit down to rebuild it because yep. it isn't working. Okay. Like the Phoenix rising from the flame. That's exactly. The, yeah. Exactly. Except for this isn't, when I think of Phoenix, I think of like fire signs. This is like, when I think of Scorpio, she is like in the shadows. She's shadow work. She is the death card. She is like nighttime energy. There is no, there is no light because no, that's why it's taboo. No one's putting the spotlight there. People don't want to look at it. People don't want to talk about it. That's where you're like, I would, I really feel like you're like, between this Aquarius North node with Aquarius in your product and this 10 health of Scorpio, there is a sense that you're really here to talk about things that are going to make people uncomfortable. Okay. And that's when I expand their awareness. And I do not know what that is right now. I I would dare say that there's, there's going to be a, a, like a bit of spirituality. Like, I don't know if you work with card readings or shamanism or like more of this deep spiritual work, but Scorpio in your personal brand is like, you're here to be the shaw woman. You're here to be the mistress of like this magical power. And when it's not more of like that happy, like in love and light, it's more of like, no, I'm using deep spirituality, not superficial spirituality to shake you to the root so that you can, here's another thing. Scorpio is psychology, therapy, and transformation. So you're here to dig deep with them so that they can get the transformation that no one else can give them. That's awesome. I've been really um, doing a lot of Joe. Do you know Dr. Joe Dispenza? Of course. Juicy. So I've gone to a couple of his like seven day retreats and got really into his, his meditation teachings. So um, which I love and which really helped heal me physically too, when I had a healing. So that's kind of a, a cool thing that I don't really talk a lot about since I am in a, in a physical modality healing as in chiropractic, I started bringing, um, I call it like the energetic alignment technique where in chiropractic, we talk about, um, correcting your subluxations which are misalignments in your spine um, and uh, decreases your nerve input or output, right? So you're not functioning properly, but that's on, that has to do with physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And we talk a lot about how to fix you physically, right? And uh, and then chemically doing detoxes and things like that and taking the right supplements. But we don't do a lot of energetic work. So that's what I really- I love it. That's also cool. Pisces. That's the pro- like when we look at the product, you're here to deliver meditation, mm-hmm. spirituality, mm-hmm. like that. Like Joe Dispenza's work, I would say it's very like it's got that Pisces energy because you're mm-hmm. tapping into the fifth dimension, which is Pisces is already in source, and that's what he teaches, right? Like I'm gonna teach you how to use your mind to tap into the fifth dimension, bring it down to the fourth, so you can actually experience it in the third, right? Yeah. So so 
like that's part of the product you're here to deliver. Like I wouldn't be completely surprised if you integrate that into your work and that's how you shake it up, right? So maybe you stay with teaching chiropractors, but maybe you shake things up by teaching female yeah. chiropractors because they're doctors, they're the ascended masters, they're ascended teachers, they've got yeah. terminal degrees. And you're going to be like, hey, it's not just about the body, it's about the spirit. And I'm going to teach you how it, I'm going to teach you a new way of thinking about it. Because everyone thinks about spirituality as hippies. That's actually traditional perspectives of spirituality. And that's actually shaking things up to be like, I'm going to teach you how to tangibly, in a non-hippie way, bring spirituality in a way that's really ascended and accessible and academic because Sagittarius, Sagittarius arising. She's, she's a teacher. She's not the hippie. The hippie could be more Scorpio could be, you know, it could be Pisces, but, yeah. but Sagittarius, she's like, she's got her glasses on. She's got the research. She's got the notebook. She's got the doctoral degrees to be like, and this is the framework with how we define this information. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how research actually matches with spirituality, and this is how you can implement it in your work, in your life, and in every shape and form. And that's actually radical in the world today, normalizing spirituality in everyday work. Cool. Okay. So you're seeing that as, as my sole purpose, as my brand? Your brand is your the personal brand is a tenth house, which is Scorpio. You get to be like the mistress of of the work. Like you get to show up as a shaman. It's almost like you're you're the ascended teacher shaman. Like you get to be like a spiritual teacher for these academic people. And then how would I learn more of that work? Because I, I feel like that's is what I'm gravitating to more. But I'm really like every time I talk to um not even people that I'm coaching, but just people in, yeah. in, in um, like business groups that I started in this women rocking business. And when I'm helping people, they're just like, wow, Leah, I cannot believe like that information just changed my life. And this is happening again and again, and this is in business information. So I, I just feel like I'm really at this teeter totter of I, the business comes to me literally like so intuitively, um, and the, the rest of it, like all of the heart center, spirituality, shamanistic things, I'm, I'm learning those. Yeah, so they don't and that's okay. In fact, that's, we didn't talk about the moon yet. The moon is actually an important part we didn't get to talk about. You have your moon in Gemini in the fifth house. So the moon is not the mission, but the moon supports the mission. And what I mean by that, in the moments that you feel stuck, like you don't know where to turn, you don't know what the next move is, you get to say, ah, I have to, I have to feed the moon. And you have the moon in Gemini. The intellectual, so she's the intellectual, she's the, the researcher, she loves to collect information, learn, 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 consume, 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 yeah. Yeah. in the fifth house, which is Leo energy, which is creativity and performance. So it's almost like, remember how you said you wanted to start a podcast? Like, I almost feel like that would feed the moon. You constantly being commu- communicating, mm-hmm. sharing creatively yeah. what you're learning to attract this client and so that you can feel fulfilled because that fulfills your need to know more and your, your, your need to share what you're learning because, because there's, that's going to satisfy that moon in Gemini. Gemini wants to talk and she wants to learn. She wants to talk and she wants to learn. And so 
there's probably the sense of like, you're like, oh my gosh, I know all this stuff, but like, what do I do with it? And what else do right. I get to do with it? Totally. Yeah. The, like, I feel like a podcast or a blog or doing more on social media is going to satisfy the moon. And that helps move the mission forward, not because it's part of the mission, but because if she's not taken care of, then nothing else is moving. Awesome. Yes, totally. This is amazing. Ilona, you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Oh, I'm, I'm like looking at your chart. I'm like, you're awesome. Look at this like amazing tall order that you get to really step into. And so I think that's okay. So the last thing I probably want to talk about is your Jupiter because I love ending with Jupiter. It's this planet of expansion, fortune, good luck. It's what gets people like really happy and optimistic. Yeah. And you have your Jupiter. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like I wish I had this placement because this is not my strength. You have it in Capricorn in the first house. So first of all, Capricorn isn't an earth sign but it does have a, a fin, a tail. So everyone thinks it's a mountain goat, but it's actually a sea goat. So it is an earth sign because it's climbing the mountain, but it carries with it emotions. And so okay. there's the archetype of Capricorn is the CEO. It is the empire builder. What makes you happy? You are, remember how you said like, I'm really good at the business part? That's because yeah. that's where your Jupiter is. <laughs> Gotcha. And gotcha. it's in the first house. It's in the first house, which is a house of self. You, you, anytime you build a new empire, you it's gonna go great. It's gonna build. It's gonna grow. Like, you, like okay. when I see like good placements in Capricorn, I go, this person will never fail in business. I mean, they really have to try. They have to purposely sabotage themselves <laughs> to do yeah. that. But like, this is a beautiful, auspicious. Like, you are a business leader. That brings you luck uh -huh. because it's. It's business okay. in the house of self. You yourself are really good at business and it brings you luck. You get, you know how to expand it. You know how to grow it. You know yeah. how to be good. I love it. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like you're, I would never worry about you and make, and growing a business. Like what's your challenge is how do I stand out? How do I be unique? How do I make the, how do I, and, and how can I be comfortable with talking about the things that scare people? Totally. Yes. And I, I've I, recently, as I was saying, the guy that's in this masterclass with me who said, you know, um, I've helped a lot of people. It's like this speak and grow rich, um, group and for speakers. And mm -hmm. I joined it recently. And then I just had, a, you know, a meeting with him and he's like, what I see in you. And he goes, this is not how this conversation I thought was going to go, but I can see you taking this like big to the world. He goes, I have, this guy has 12 kids. He's like, and I, you know, I have six girls and and a wife. And I know that this is what women need. So I would like it to be bigger than women chiropractors, but yeah. For, for, and so, but, but I get, I get a little anxious when people tell me that. Cause I sometimes think really, you know, is it just, he's wants me to hire him to help me and no. then I pay him money. And then, no. so that's, yeah. It's in your chart. You're here for a big cause. You're here to, you're really here to do something that can impact the world. It's more than you. It's more than your little group. Cause if it was like a little community group, like you, you'd have more cancer energy. Cancer's kind of like small community groups. Like this is like change the world level of impact. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that's awesome. That's super exciting. Uh, Ilona, I'm also 48. So I'm like, yeah, hey, I've got 12 well, first yeah, of all, you true. don't look it. Second of all, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It really doesn't okay. matter. Okay. It doesn't like th that. And that's the thing. The, the more you resist stepping into your North node, 
the longer it'll take for you to accomplish your soul's work. So if you can really get into this moment and say, okay, what do I do to embrace it? Your soul's mission is just going to start to blow up. Cool. Okay. And awesome. that's what I got. I love it. Thank you so much. That's been super helpful. Yay. Like, oh my gosh. I love this work. And it sounds like you, what was your major aha moment? Um, that I have a, a world mission that, um, this big is one. a big thing to, to bring and that, that I, I guess that, um, I'm, it's already in the stars for me to do this and just do it. Literally. That's my, yeah. That's what I love about this. I'm like, this is lit. You were literally born with this in the stars for you. I, and I, I do love business so much. And that, that's why to me, it's like, so I'm doing all the spiritual work, but how is it going to be the business piece? And so when you said, um, like, did you say punk rock, like eighties, yeah. I don't know if I said, but like that, um, I'm just, I'm still thinking with that, how that's going to work. But, um, but think of it, not necessarily like you have to look punk rock, but it's the attitude. Like, I don't yeah. care what people right. think I'm just going to do it and it's going to be different and people aren't going to get it. But then eventually everyone's going to want to be me. Yeah. Nice. And, and I, and I, feel, I feel like that's, um, just with like my friend circle that are, have not been really my friends, but they're my friends because my, our kids go to school together and things yeah. like that. People are always like, you got to tell me how you do this and how you do that. And I'm always giving people this like the advice. Yeah. You're yeah. showing them the way you're expanding the consciousness, which is your yeah. soul's work. <laughs> it all comes I, full circle. <laughs> so could you help me one more time, um, integrate 